when a social media mage uses his influence for evil, we have no choice but to take action. Gaslit presents We Dox at Dawn. I'm Kyler Knight. And today we are joined with... One soft drink away from ending it all. Piss stain. All ruins. Oh, there he is. There's Oliver. I'm here. I'm gonna retch. We've had kind of an interesting week. That's an understatement. You think it's an understatement? It's meek week. It's meek week. It's meek week. Do you want to go Down in the southwest, yeah. Down in the southwest, where we currently don't live, it's meek week, where you can wink at your twink. So, we received a letter... This week, and you know, it was it was a little uh, it was a little jarring a to say the from least. The mayor. It was in fact a strange letter with strange circumstances in Milk Owen's handwriting. That that cursed font, that cursed calligraphy. That's kind of rude of you to say about his cousin. His cousin's cursed, that's, cursed, cursed. It's pretty cursed. I mean, we all saw the letter. That stuff is. Chicken Scratch Central. And Witch's Charms. <laughs> True. Bad Batch of Lucky Charms. So, dear listener, this letter was filled with absolute nonsense. Not a single word led to the other. I mean, it was absolute... <laughs> Malarkey. 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 It, I mean, it was it was jib-jab. Hoobastank. It was jib-jab, hoobastank. Jib-jab, hoobastank. You know, I this is very out of pocket. We knew something was wrong... Because I mean, letters? Who's writing letters anymore? It's 2023. Well, Milk is known to write some letters. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the, the things Scarlet I letters. like most about my cousin is he respects craftsmanship and penmanship of the written form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is why I was also, upon reading this, so shocked because I know Milk to be rather eloquently... Worded in his letters. Verbose. Yeah, he he's a man about town. Parchment, wax seals, I feathered mean, pens. Kyler, I I don't mean to dox you, but you do work at a establishment that sells notary. Notary. Well, we don't do notary at all oh, in store, okay. only online. But we do have stationery, and we do have paper, and we do do the print. We do do, we do do daddy's print. We do, we do mama's gloss and we do daddy's mat. Oh, what, why don't you mansplain paper to us? So paper it comes from a tree. It's a, so a long process. What I'm trying to say is, at the end of the day, Kyler knows paper. Mm-hmm. It's like another foreskin to me. And he, a foreskin to be reckoned with. And he saw immediately. The type of stationery that was being used in Milk's nonsense letter, which was, of course... 14-point, uncoated, linen, grain... With HNS embossed in the top right-hand corner. We found the mark of the beast, and we looked it up, and we found the topic for today's episode, which is, of course, hip new slang. So, hip new slang. Mm -hmm. What is it? Who started it? What's going on? Well, the kids started, and the old Moff Tarkins are going to end it. Those would be the old guys. We'll take care of this. True. Mm -hmm. 
hip new slang as it currently stands was perpetrated and invented by Joey Messiah, mm. who is a pro men's choice TikToker. And he kind of rose to popularity by spreading this thing called hip new slang. Now, I want to preface this. Don't look this up because he has been shadow banned. He has been shadow banned and... Clerically banned, yeah. too. I think regularly banned. Yeah, yeah, clerically as well. There's been a whole scrub of the internet of, like, all things JM related. JM. So, like everything, you can look this up, but you won't find much. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. You have to be there in the moment. Yeah, exactly. You have to believe. This is a real penis exposure moment. You won't see it twice. True. So, hip new slang. Kyler, what is it? Well, you might have heard me flourishing my words with some of these epic new terms... And I think it's only appropriate if we all just kind of adapt to this new uh, way of life. The English language is constantly evolving. So hip new slang. Yeah. I'm, I mean, talk to me right now. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay, so, Ogre. Okay. So this is a good example of what hip new slang is. See how he accosted me, how he uh, demeaned me in such a way. But what is this way? Ogre? That is well, That is from folklore. That is not anything new to be had, but... The way he is using it is so linguistically interesting and so challenging to the status quo. It baffles you. Oh, it baffles. It it baffles, but, you know, the thing about the hip new slang is slang happens all the time, but Joey Messiah, and Messiah is in his name, he Mm -hmm. is trying to revolutionize slang as it stands and really, like, have, like, a, a paradigm shift within the English language pushing forth a brand new script of language. True. So Joey Messiah does this by uploading videos and, you know, people watch them. People watch them at first because you start watching because you don't understand. Yeah, I mean, there's a big thing right now where, like, young, unguided men want to become manlier and they need these disturbing role models with mm-hmm. no foundation to speak of to, to teach them. And then you have Joey Messiah. Yeah, spouting as... What, you were saying this in your sleep last night. Uh, Jar Jar Gibberish? Jar Jar Gibberish. Yeah. Jar Jar Gibberish. Jar Jar Gibberish. Okay, Ogre. Okay, Ogre. Live and die. So you start watching Joey Messiah's videos because you don't understand. I mean, it's kind of akin to these like live NPC live streams that people are doing right now. But then slowly... You start to understand, but we really took a step in the deep end, literally, by going to a pool and then watching Joey Messiah's TikToks, because you absorb the information a lot faster when you have ears full of chlorine. Yeah. When you're waterlogged. Yeah. Yeah. You you become more absorbent to knowledge when you encase yourself inside a chlorinated pool. You become more more salt water, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really the best way to do this is uh, fresh water, chlorinated water, and then salt water, and then do a sugar scrub. Yeah. And then you should be ready to learn. That's what I do before school every day. And then you're down with a Diet Dr. Mountain Funk. Yeah. The brain's just more perceptible. Let's the uh, the electrostatic communication arrays just sort of fluctuate between the brain creases, and you start to you 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 come for the manners, you stay for the isms. True. So after hours of you know watching these videos, we've started to notice some bizarre things in the background of his videos. I mean, he has what looks like pieces of amber, amber amulets. Yeah. I mean, the walls look like he lives inside a giant circus peanut. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, there's and staircases, but... Why? Where does he have to go? 
how how much higher does he have to elevate himself? True. All right, so let me let me coat your mind in an image here. Watching a Joey Messiah video uh, is an immersive experience, much like going to the aquarium. You can't be there, but you are there. Uh, video plays. Hi, hi everybody. Uh, I'm Joey Messiah. Uh, today I wanna I wanna show you how to make money. Money that I lost. Uh, I lost in arbitration. I lost. I lost when she. <sighs> And he starts peeling at his, at his skin. He starts peeling at the wall. He starts kind of like grunting. He gets, he gets really close. He gets really close to the camera. And you can kind of see right up his nostrils. He can, you kind of really see up. And he's like, <sighs> his teeth are always clenched. He doesn't unopen his jaw because he's got nothing to say to you. A predator doesn't show anything but his teeth. And he starts walking back and forth. He's just walking back and forth. Ah! Dreams. He clenches his fists. Ah! And he gets so mad. He gets so mad. He like like he he rips one. He farts. He farts. But he he clenches kind of tight. Like his like his butt cheeks kind of work as like a trap door that keep, lock it in there. He's like, no no no. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. She did. She did. You can't. You do. I won't do it again. I won't do it again. And then his son's withering. I mean, it's also important to note that in the background he does have a surplus of ninja stars. Mm, That'll mm. come into play later. Kind of like when people had CDs on their walls. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And they're like mushed into his wall, which is yeah. really strange. Yeah. And finally, kind of the most the interesting... Meatball. The meatball. You know, the the meat and potatoes of this story. Just I the mean, meatball. So it all it all comes back to the withering sun. When he gets really mad, he kind of goes into this haze where like he just completely loses himself. After he's done getting angry, getting close to the camera, pacing, farting, mm-hmm. uh, he he collects his box. He collects this little cigar box with a glass cover, and inside is a um, it's something what we call that the he, texture of it. It's mm-hmm. something that he calls his his son, his boy. Yeah, he goes he goes look at my son, look at my son, look how he withers. What Kyler means by his withering son is that this thing that's in this glass box is is it's human-esque mm-hmm. i guess it looks like a melted baby it looks like your average sun-dried baby if you've ever seen the california raisins you know what we're talking about i yeah. mean it definitely it kind of has this mouth that hoovers, hoovers. and this body that won't glizzies, 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 yeah, glizzies. Yeah, not not necessarily purse, but almost like a whale or fish-like lips. Mm-hmm. I thought I was looking at Ash lips and char when he showed me the box. To be honest, I, I was kind of confounded, but I started to see it breathe. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely pulsates as if breath is going in and out. And sometimes when it, its shallow breaths take place, it starts to diminish in size, mm-hmm. and sometimes briefly, but rarely, expand. It's constantly deteriorating. And I think that's got to do something overall with his, his situation. Yeah, I it mean, might well, be an am- animatronic. Well, I don't know. Well, animatronic dead baby. Well, yeah. I think this is important to mention too, just because, just to kind of give you context, because it might be an animatronic, but like he dedicates a lot of his channel, a lot of his time to his withering son, and he, you know he'll be like, "Oh, my son, my son withers on live. Check it out here, whoa, whoa. here." And he, his son withers when alive. Yeah, that's right. He goes, I'm going alive right now. Watch my son wither. And, you know, you hop over to his live, and it's just a 24-hour 
live stream of his yeah, son eroding. His, he gets, like Kyler is saying, one of these things that starts these rages is when people start putting on cowboy hats on his, you know, withering son, this tiny shriveled fava bean just rotting away and you see a little animated cowboy hat and a mustache pop on it and you go you can just hear him in the background go oh no get it off him yeah i mean last time we, we had to find the archives because we haven't seen it on a live stream in a while but on a four-hour weather stream he sat there in a lawn chair in his, in his living room with his son in like what looked like an empty fish bowl and he's sitting there eating chips and he's like no 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 this is a perfect time to talk about the hip new slang because one of the things that sets him off in one of his classic rages oh. is having people reverse his slang. You know, Aikido is slang back at him. Yeah, he's trying to start um, something and it's catching on because of the mm -hmm. the rebellious acts of his viewers. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we, we should get into this. Cause These are just a few key phrases that we've noticed in our research continue to pop up. Okay, ogre. Okay, ogre. Okay, ogre. Did you hear how I said it? Do you hear how I like to use it? Okay, ogre. Okay. You're really mad. I mean, the most time we see this is people kind of shooting comments at Joey. It's like, oh, okay, ogre. And they deflect it. And like, okay, ogre. He's like, okay, ogre. Okay, ogre. Okay, ogre. It's a way of greeting a person. Confounding. It, it's one of those okay, words you can use yeah, it's like, in so many like, different contexts. It's like okay, boomer, kind of. But it has like a shalom quality where you can use it in different tones and different Aloha. situations. And it means something kind of a little different. Yeah. It could be a greeting. Okay, ogre. This was the header to Milk Owen's letter mm -hmm. to us. He greeted us with okay, yeah, that ogre. Was, dot, dot, dot. That was a big... And I found that... I mean, I'm sorry. I'd hate to be like a liberal right now, but I did find it offensive. I don't want to be akin to him. No, I don't want to be a big green brute. Joey Messiah has a very gotcha attitude. And so, you know, a lot of his things are kind of aggressive statements. One being lazy pie. I will start using this from my daily life moving forward. Sure, lazy pie. Why don't, why don't you stop being a lazy pie and go pump some iron? A lazy pie, as you can kind of tell, is just a lazy individual. You know, he always talks about them being really blue, and I don't know what that means if he's talking about, like, blueberry pie or if that's has anything to do with it. I don't know why he starts talking about it. Doesn't... We have to get a blueberry expert on this pod. Lazy really blueberry. Yeah. Lazy he, blueberry. he just says, yeah, lazy pie being so blue. You got the blue grease around you, pie. True. Yeah, stop being so crumb, pie. So another thing that he says, and we all kind of decided that this, that I'm the one who should do this one because I am the only woman in the room. Sometimes he calls women Long Island fishwives. <laughs> <laughs> and I cringe when he says it. It just kind of means a woman. Yeah. A woman, a woman who's drunkenly long. No, fish no, face. no, 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 no. You're you're kind of getting into it when it's really face value. A Long Island fishwife is just a, a woman. woman. Whenever Joey uh, indicates he's a little peckish, he needs to feed his withering son. He kind of gets this like lazy look in his eye. His facial expression grows heavy. He kind of goes silent for a few seconds, and he says, "Daddy needs a blueberry." And you, you know, he's always walking away when he says it, like, "Like Daddy needs a blueberry." He has to get up. He's got to get himself a blueberry, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he comes back with Gatorade. Sometimes he comes back with a pizza. Sometimes he comes back with a blueberry. Daddy needs a blueberry. A common phrase you'll actually hear is, um, Daddy wants a blueberry, he's going to Ogreville. And you, we'll, we'll get into what that 
particularly means, but you can kind of start seeing... It's his warped some... perception of the world. It's not him yeah. trying to, in, you know, indoctrinate us with slang. It's he lives in a world of ogres and blueberries. Mm-hmm. The next one we uh, I want to talk about is Ape O'Clock. Ape O'Clock can really mean quite a lot, but it is a time of day, first and foremost, but what happens during that time is really simian. You know, that's a whole branch of various activities. You know, sometimes he just, he goes like, I'm going down in evolution. He goes to de-evolving, you know. De-evolve. He walks on all fours. He'll like throw shit at the walls. You know, he'll... Hey. Okay, I'm sorry. Hound's chest. Yeah. That's actually the sound he makes. It's not monkey sounds, but I think that's what he thinks monkey sounds are. Or he'll just start doing pull-ups, but he's really bad at it. So Form is all off. Yeah, form is all off. He's like, shoulders get bright red, like a baboon's buttocks. He kind of talks about this construct called necrobombing. Mm-hmm. Which sounds a little more insidious than it is. It's when someone, you're talking to someone and then they ghost you and you're like, okay, well that's the way of the world. And then in a few weeks, they ask why you're not in a relationship. Yeah, they're like demanding. They leave your life, they come back in, all of a sudden they expect like a relationship. Like, dude, you ghosted me. It's like, I'm your dad. I'm I your gave dad. birth to you. I can play fetch <clears throat> with you anytime I want, any day of the week. You are my son. Bye. He usually is the necromomer in most of his scenarios. Yeah. Which is a little weird because it seems more like a something you wouldn't want to be associated with. But, you know, he goes like, oh, yeah, I totally necrobombed my ex-wife. Or like, you know, yeah, I necrobombed my dad the other day. Yeah, it's like an emotional whiplash of sorts. Say what you will about Joey Messiah. He might be illiterate. He might be uh, full of naysay. But his Star Wars facts are always gritted to the bit. They yeah. are precise. Mm-hmm. And you can see, you know, he doesn't explain any of these words we're, we're kind of elaborating on. He uses them, and it's up to us to kind of figure out the context clues. And that's why he refers to people of the older generation as old Moff Tarkins. Yeah, if you're unfamiliar with Star Wars, Moff Tarkin is the guy who... Moff Tarkin is the old and gaunt fellow. He's the old and gaunt fellow. Mm-hmm. Who works at the... <clears throat> who works at the store. He works at the Empire store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he works at Imperial Market. So, you know, when people say... Th- you probably heard this phrase, you know, like, us old guys will take care of this. And you might it's be... A common a com- trope. It's a common trope. You know, like a movie's like, hey... You kids don't worry. Us old guys will take care of this. And you see like a group of uh, anywhere from like like three to six senior citizens, geriatrics in old war attire, and they just kind of shuffle off into yeah. the distance. And, and they know. took care of it. I yeah. mean, we hadn't heard anything. Yeah, they're kind of like a combination between like a uh, a red herring and a Deus Ex mm-hmm. kind of situation. It's like they solve everything, but they're nothing. Yeah, the so, Expendables. If you've ever seen it, whatever he said. Hmm. So he refers to the the elderly as old Moff Tarkins, and it's you know, there's so many Moff Tarkins, shit like that. Hey, okay, so you know we've been we've been studying this guy. We're reporting this back to you of weeks of study Putting because we have got to know what is going on. Why is Milk Owen sending us like? This on this paper, this has to have something to do with it. And on his, in his bio, it says live every Thursday. But we were watching him for weeks and we never saw any lives on Thursday. And then he went live. A live. We tuned in to a live. And 
saw a horrible sight. Lo and behold, in the background, you know, amongst the smattering array of Joey Messiah's house, uh, I see a chair and, you know, the top of what I recognize to be Milk Owen's distinctive crown. His birthing crown. Not his actual, not a crown. His birthing crown. His birthing crown. Yes. Thank you, Kyler. Yeah, I see his scruffy chestnut blonde hair. Chestnut brown hair. Blackish, brownish, blondish, reddish hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Adorned. Joey Messiah opens the video by saying, We've, I've got one of you. I've got one of you. And we look in the background and what do we see? We see Milk Owens. We see Milk Mm -hmm. strapped to a chair, tied up with rope. And now that we know exactly what happened to Milk, where he is, and who he's with, we have to get to work now. During the live stream, we try desperately and succeed in doxing Joey Messiah. I mean, like a... Put on Google Maps. Like a lump of coal under pressure, a diamond emerges. And so did our crack of this Enigma code. We started deciphering like no one has ever deciphered anything in the history of anything before. Codes, puzzles, cubes. Okay, Da Vinci. Passwords, Instagram reels. Yeah, I'm going to scramble YouTube shorts. We get to work. All all these words are floating in my head, Sherlock, Mind Palace style. We got Joey... Messiah to dox himself. There, there are moments where he might explain he's going to Ogreville, right? Ollie mm-hmm. was saying that before. He's going to Ogreville. Well, where is that Ogreville? Where's Ogreville? We where's try Ogreville? to, we try to get into his head, see if mm-hmm. he'll relay something to us. He said Ogreville is at a Wawa's, which, if you didn't know, is a gas station chain that's located primarily in Pennsylvania. So we narrow down the search. We say, mm-hmm. okay, it's in Pennsylvania. He also references the Grand Moff Tarkins who live next the door. The old Moff Tarkins that keep scratching at the walls. Exactly. Who live next door. So that kind of implies that, you know, he lives next to some sort of senior facility. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, and also, you know, when he, when he goes, Daddy wants a blueberry. The amount of time between him, you know, shutting off the stream and coming back, the Wawa must be, like, really close by. Like, True. around the corner. True. Uh, because, you know, there's no way that he could go get that blueberry and come back with... You know, all satiated. Yeah. So you know, we're, we have a history podcast. We're, we're we're quick on the search. So within the live stream, we're we know where he is in Pennsylvania, and it's time for us to get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only like I mean, obviously, you know, narrowing down the houses next to this place, there was only one that looked vaguely circus peanut. Well, we'd have to go like, Are you Joey Messiah? Are you Joey Messiah? Are you Joey Messiah? Are you joining Messiah? Sorry, ma'am. So, you know, if you go on Google Maps, we you know... You go to Street View. We go, go to Street View. We see, we see the senior center right there, but, you know, it's like, which house is it? Because we don't want to get this wrong. That would be just, like, really not cool. So we, we zoom in, and one of these houses, orange Garfield-like walls with a garage door that has been dented. You can see... Peppered like, with pe- fists. Fists. You know, in when a, daddy in a his simian manner. Mm-hmm. From 8 o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes you can hear him. He goes, a gunga, a gunga. 8 o'clock. And then he runs outside and you hear like metal pounding. I mean, you guys know what this means, right? He was going 8 o'clock when he meant to go to Ogreville and they didn't have a blueberry for daddy. He OKKO'd, ogred his garage door. 
Yeah, and that's exactly that. Actually, verbatim was Milk's letter to us. So thank you for reciting it. I didn't know he had it memorized. I didn't know either. I wrote it on the inside of my eyelids. That's beautiful. So we call it in. We call in the Pennsylvania police. We explain the situation. They say we'll be there ASAP. As soon as police. We know what's coming. We know that the Pennsylvania police are going to be there, you know, lickety split. But before we see the police burst in, we see a crystal ball, which of course... we've always seen. We've always seen, yeah. I didn't want to bring it up until this because... You know, for dramatic effect. Usually, usually the curtains are drawn, mm-hmm. and therefore no sunlight illuminates this sphere. Yeah, he's like, I need to charge my crystals in the sun today, and puts out a glass ball mm-hmm. in, a st- in a pedestal. So if you don't know, a crystal ball is a double convex lens, and it will basically, if sun hits it, it'll basically set whatever's in front of it on fire. So Naturally. what is in front of it but the ropes that are restraining milk Owen? The crystal ball channels the heat into the ropes, blasts it open. Milk is free. He kind of walks out like when Darth Vader in Revenge of the Sith is free from his... Uh, from his metal casket. His, his metal casket. He goes, oh, and he starts like lunging his heavy feet forward. And he goes, and he grabs it when the, the shurikens from the wall. And he just tosses it perfectly into Joey Masai's oblivious face. It, it hits his chest in a way that he just kind of falls backwards like someone falling out of a chair. Very cute. Very dynamic. Um... And this is interesting because we start to see Joey Masai convulse on the ground, mm-hmm. and in, and then we hear a simultaneous uh, gasp of a release from Joey and the withering boy, <gasps> Daddy. <laughs> and at that time, like you can just you can see the spirit of yeah. God release from Joey Masai's body and from it his comes palms. from his palms, his lit ape-like palms, and then color pours into him, and that's when you know, visually, as someone who studies life magic, his chakras have been balanced, unleashed, and his energy flow is pure. It's pure for once. That's what allows him to re into his It hit hit one of his adrenal glands, which are connected to the solar plexus chakra, chakra. therefore allowing him to shoot a positivity beam into his child. And the positivity beam... uh, Evolved the child, re, uh, regenerated him. Regenerated his tiny dying. No lungs. longer withering. He no gave longer, him a third lung. Yeah, it was no like longer a level eroding. four positivity beam. Anyway, <laughs> daddy, my brave, brave cousin, with the accuracy of a ninja, he lunges forward, grabs the camera, pulls it right towards his face, and he starts reading the TikTok comments. And we're we're saying. Uh, like milk, 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 milk. We docked this guy. I, I, is he dead? Like the the police are gonna be here any second. No, his and chakras he, are just perfect. And he goes, I balance them. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go. I gotta leave. And he goes, I gotta get out of here. Milk, milk's gotta go. Milk's been spoiled raw, and then bursts out of the window. Uh, almost, almost a sitcom Kubrick-esque. style. Kubrick esque. He leaves, departs through one window as the police, the the riot gear, busts through the door, and spot check that scene. They do, however, unfortunately, see his spot like Chango found one, and then put a boot on him. No happy ending. But there is a tales from the lamp. Today's Tales from the Lamp is the Lunk Alarm. You might know the Lunk Alarm from Planet Fitness. And this is the story of the first Lunk Alarm, which was a gentleman named Harry Sandy who was doing a little bit of a deadlift, as we like to call it, the gym. And he dropped about 200 pounds of weight on his toe and said, Lunk! 
I'm Paige Hannah. I'm Kyler Knight. And I'm Oliver Owens. Good night. Stay tight. Keep that gas lit. Uh...